so whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Clap the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it well, good morning, it's your boy Dolo J, and welcome to the first episode of Kicking It Dolo Podcast, a sports podcast where we'll be talking about football and basketball, past, present, and future, top 10, top 5, stats, and more. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. All right, man, so to start off the episode, man, I'm going to give you all a little information about myself, you know, and why I started this podcast. So a few years ago, I was sitting in my room watching some Kobe Bryant highlights, and I thought to myself that I could really sit here and talk about sports. You know, I always kept up with sports as a kid, you know, stars, you know, stats, success stories, you know, all type of stuff. So my TV used to always stay on ESPN, you know, for like days at a time. And, you know, people would come over and my TV would always be on ESPN. They'd be like, bro, do you really change the channel? I'm like, sometimes I do, but really I don't. So for the most part, you know. After a while, and people was like, well, you might well be on there, stuff like that. I don't, I don't know about doing all that, but, you know, I thought, you know, that I can really talk about sports. So I started, I, I decided to start a little podcast, you know. First, I thought it was just going to be NBA, but I realized I can, you know, do a little NFL too, throw a little NFL in there, trying, you know, something for the NFL fan. So we're going to start off with some NFL talk, man. First of all, first thing I want to say is, man, RPD Haskins, man, you know, tra- tragically passed away over the weekend. Young man, 24 years of age, was working out with his teammates, you know. You know, was killed in a uh, – I really don't know what the situation is. I need to read up on it, but I just know he was hit by a vehicle. I don't know what type of vehicle it was, but uh, I just want to send condolences to the family and uh, let y'all know that y'all in my thoughts and prayers, man. And um, he was on 24. I'm 24 years old. So, you know, it was an eye-opener for me. You know, life is short. And so you got to learn to tell people you love them while they're still here, you know. And do I do that enough? No. I could be better at that, and I need to start being better than that. But, you know, man, make sure y'all tell y'all people, you know what I'm saying, you love them while they're still here because you, you never know when they last day could be. But uh, moving on from that. Like I said, RPD Haskins, man. So how y'all feel about free agency? How y'all feel about, you know, the Dolphins? They made some good moves. You know, they got Tyreek and they signed Teddy Bridgewater too. Also, they got Chase Edmonds and Moster. And they just franchised. I didn't even know, but I just found this out the other day. They just franchised Mike Gusecki. I think I'm saying that right. But they also traded, you know, Devontae Parker to the to the Patriots. So they already had a, a pretty good defense, in my opinion. You know, top five, I wouldn't really say. Definitely top 10, top 15 for sure. But, yeah, they definitely they definitely making some moves on, on, on offense to try to make, you know, trying to make some noise in the AFC East for sure. With, um, with two at quarterback. Got to see how he's gonna perform this season. You know, he got some he got some nice weapons. He got a decent running game. I haven't really checked on the line like that. I need to do some more research and figure out what type of line they have. But uh they definitely trying to make some moves this year. You know, the Bills added Von Miller and OJ Howard. So it's a league, man. It's an evolving league. Everybody always trying to keep up, man. So every offseason team's gonna, you know, try their best to to move up and definitely, definitely um What's the term? Bolster their roster? I think that's the correct term for it. 
you know, trying to improve their roster every offseason. They definitely improved their pass attack with Waddle. Now you got Waddle and Hill on the outside, man. It's going to be very hard to cover them boys, especially with the type of speed they have. Now they say a lot of people say Tua, he, he does a lot of dinking and dunking. I think he can increase, you know, his arm strength and, you know, eventually throw the deep ball. I think it depends on the type of routes. I'm not a football expert. I never played football a day in my life, but, you know. With the type of defense they have, you know, Tua can, you know, take that next step. They definitely can make some noise. Definitely can win. Did they win 10 games last season? I want to say they won 10 games. I know they won, like, they last eight out of their last nine or something like that. So they went on a nice little run. You know, they just started gelling together. They didn't make the playoffs, but they still was playing some good football. You know, they got the, the allegation. I'm not going to really too much talk into that because I'm not too much uh informed on that. I didn't look into that. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely trying to, you know, make their team better for sure. But it's going to be very interesting. It's a lot of moves. A lot of teams made a lot of moves. You know, the Broncos getting Russell Wilson. That's going to be that's going to be something to watch right there because they always had a decent team. It, it's just like they was a quarterback away. You got Matt Ryan going to the Colts. You know, Baker Mayfield wanted to go there, but they end up getting Matt Ryan. But where do y'all think making – Speaking of Baker, where do y'all think he's going to suit up next season? I can see him. Mm. I can see him going to Seattle. I don't see him really going to, like, the Houston or Jacksonville or nothing like that. A lot of, Most teams really got their quarterback locked up. Could it be a way where they where I see him go to, like, Detroit? I don't know. Because Detroit got some draft picks in the first round, so they might they might take a quarterback. They might take a quarterback. I'm not really too sure. But I don't know. I could really see him playing like Pittsburgh or something. You know. I think they might need a quarterback. But they might end up drafting a quarterback too. Because they got a couple first-round picks. No, I don't think a couple first-round. I know they got one pick. I think it's like 12th or something like that. For sure. For sure. But uh, moving on, we're going to go to the free agents. So a couple free agents we they have yet to sign. I only named like eight of them. Clowney, OBJ, Stephon Gilmore, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, Gronk, Jarvis Landry, and Cole Beasley. So where can y'all see these guys suiting up? I definitely could see Clowney going to a team. What's a team I could see Clowney going to? I think Arizona. But then again, they waiting on J.J. Watt to come back. But they have a good line, though. I can see them going to Arizona, a team that's, you know, who defense is already top 10. And, you know, they just need, like, one player away, kind of how, like, Von Miller went to the Bills. Or how, uh, no, especially how he went to the Rams last season. Now, that was, like, a smart move, in my opinion. Because you already had somebody – at the back end, you know, corner, really deep in, Jalen Ramsey. And then you had an elite player on the line, Aaron Donald. Top. I think he's a top five defensive player already, in my opinion. For sure. Aaron Donald's a beast, man. Like, I mean, it's a freak of nature for sure. But I can see Clowney going to, like, there. I don't know. He might go to the Rams. 
might try, but they just got Bobby Wagner, so I don't know if they're going. I don't know if they're going to really need Clowney. But OBJ, I see him. Mm, I heard tossing him going back to Cleveland. I think the Rams really would want him back, though, because that man was on the tear. Like everybody said, man, I really feel like he would have been Super Bowl MVP for sure if he didn't get injured. And then it's crazy. Like, it would be the same injury he had against the same team. Like, like what's the odds of that happening? But that man, he was really starting to come into his own, too. Like, OBJ, he's still a beast. Then Gilmore, where can I see Gilmore going? I don't know. It depends. Do we want that bag or do we want to win? I mean, it's a it's probably a possibility where he can get both for sure. Let's see a bag. If you want a bag, he can go to like Houston or something. I think if he just wants like to get that bag, but if he, I don't know. But if you want to contend like somewhere like probably like the Ravens or. I can see him going to probably like the Chiefs or something like that. I can definitely see. He might have already signed. Part of me want to say he signed with Carolina already, but when I looked at free agents that had signed, his name was on there. Okay, so we got Honey Badger. It's crazy he's not coming back with the Chiefs, in my opinion. I mean, that man does so much. Real communicator. You know what I'm saying? Get everybody in the right spots. Kind of how, like, on the back end, the linebacker kind of does it too, but Honey Badger for sure, like, he's the real leader of the defense. You know, people been saying, oh, Chiefs defense, like this, they're not that. But, you know, they done came through in some big moments when they need to. He got hurt in that Buffalo Bill game, but he came back. But that man's a beast. I wonder where he – what's a place I can see him going? Uh-huh. It's still a lot of stuff to be formed. A lot of teams. Then, you know, we got the draft coming up. That's really where a lot of stuff is going to clear up. And then you can see who need to go where. But if he's not going back to the Chiefs, I don't really see. To the Broncos, maybe. I can understand I'm going to the Broncos since they just got Wilson. So, I can really, yeah. Julio. Oh, man, Julio. Where do I think Julio can go? A team for Julio. Julio can really go anywhere, in my opinion. I mean, still a beast. Of course, you know he been he been injured last couple of seasons at some unopportune times, but Julio for sure he can definitely definitely help your team. Still, in my opinion, where could he go? I could see him probably going to the Ravens. Him and Lamar, but they was talking about AB going to the Ravens, but I don't know. I haven't heard any talks about that. I know you say you need knee surgery. That's another for somebody who has a sign. That was the next person I was about to talk about. But I don't know. A.B., he might. He definitely still can play, but everybody know about that incident when he walked off the field. I mean, I can understand it. You know, teams don't want you to act that way in their organization, so. I can totally understand that. Gronk, everybody's talking about Gronk resigning with the Bucks, so I'm not going to dive too much into that Gronk still is a still I ain't gonna say he a top five tight end but Gronk is still you know what I'm saying he brings a lot of experience and a lot of winning so he's still definitely still valuable in my opinion 
Then the next free agent we're going to talk about is Jarvis Landry. Landry, they talk about him going back to Cleveland. I can see him going back to Cleveland. Another spot I can see him going to. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Minnesota or something like that. You know, with Thielen and they got Justin Jefferson. I could definitely see Landry being. But he had to be split out. Thielen does most of the slot. And Jefferson usually, you know, is on the outside. But I could definitely see Landry going to somewhere like Minnesota. Then they got Cole Beasley. Man, I'm a Bills fan, so this one kind of kind of hurts me. I wish we kind of would have kept Cole. He came up big last few seasons for us. There's some clutch moments for sure. Clutch first downs, clutch touchdowns. The Bills have decided. I guess they're gonna let Gabriel Gabriel Davis get some shine, get some get some run. You know, he went off in that game against the Chiefs. That man had four touchdowns, man. I think he had like 201 receiving yard. Gabriel Davis like. And I remember telling my homeboy right before the game, I said, bro, we got we to gotta receive it. We don't even play like that, bro. I said, bro, number 13, bro. Name is Gabriel Davis, bro. I promise you. I was like, bro, that man a beast. I don't know if they're going to play him like that, but <sighs> that man is some serious. Now, I ain't going to say I seen it coming. I predicted it. I ain't know the man was going to get 200, you know what I'm saying, receiving yards and four touchdowns, but I just, I just knew that man was a beast. So I guess they're gonna, you know, go with him and let let Beasley um Beasley go. I guess Emmanuel Sanders, if he's still in the contract, I guess they're gonna let him play in the slot. And I guess Davis and Diz is gonna play outside. We're gonna see what they do with uh OJ Howard and Dawson Knox. I think da- is Dawson Knox still on there? That might be the reason why they signed OJ Howard then. Oh, last time I checked, Dawson Knox was still on the roster. But all right, man, we're going to talk about the draft for a little minute. So, Jacksonville has the number one overall pick for the second season in a row, second year in a row. So, who y'all think is going to go uh, number one? Well, I didn't really see – I didn't really look at, like, the draft boards yet. I'm definitely going to bring that to y'all next episode. I didn't really look at the draft, draft board, but um, – who do y'all think? Then you got Detroit with the second overall pick. And then, you know, I checked this out. I was on ESPN, you know, scrolling, reading through some articles. And I found out that the Giants and the Jets both have two picks in the top ten. The Giants have the fifth and the seventh, and the Jets have the fourth and the tenth picks. So, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, they've been struggling in the last few seasons. They got all uh, – I think they brought Mitchell Trubisky in. On the Giants, I think him and um, Daniel Jones are going to battle out for the starting quarterback position. You know, the Jets having – what's his name? He went second overall. Zach Wilson, there we go. The Jets having Zach Wilson, you know, drafted last season. No, it wasn't – yeah, it was last season, so he got hurt. But we're going to see what he do. They're going to try and put some some weapons around him. The defense is mm, – it's all right. It could be better. I could definitely see them picking some defensive – some high, excuse me, making some defensive picks in in the first round, you know, with their picks, depending on, you know, who's on the board and who's available. But I've seen there's six teams with two picks in the first round. Six teams. We already talked about the Giants and the Jets. 
Kansas City, New Orleans, Philadelphia, and Detroit all have two picks in the first round. So you got these teams right here definitely trying to make some noise. Now, these picks can be traded. There's a lot of times, you know, picks be traded, and, you know, we could definitely see some moves on draft night, but it's a lot of – I didn't know it was six. I usually see about maybe three, four teams with a – with a, like two first round picks, maybe three, but Kansas City with two. Now they didn't let Tyreek go, but they didn't got Juju and you know what I'm saying. They still have Hartman and they still have Kelsey. So who knows what they could do to add to their roster? Then you got New Orleans, Jameis coming back off that injury. Michael Thomas. It's been a minute since I heard something about Michael Thomas. I need to see what he's up to and see where he's at. I'm coming back. I think he is coming back. He should be ready for the training camp. I think he should be ready for training camp. They got Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. You know, they got Devontae Smith. Who knows what they could do with their two first-round picks. They might, you know, add another receiver. I know they got a good – I think they still have Miles Sanders as their running back. He's a good running back in my opinion. He kind of like Saquon to me. But I don't think he's been as injured as Saquon is. But Saquon – I think he did a little better last season. I think he was a little bit more durable last season. And then you got Detroit, you know, with Jared Goff. Are they going to stick with Goff? Who knows? Who knows? We definitely we definitely going to see. It's a lot of stuff, you know. Once the draft is over with, you know, I'll do, I'll do some more digging and some more coverage on that and, you know, be more stints on that. So now we're going to move to some NBA talk. So... I watched the games yesterday. Well, I watched a game. I just really watched the Knicks and the um, Pacers game. It was a good game in my opinion, for sure. But uh, just to make sure, you know, how the seeding was going to turn out. So now everything's set, man. Got the play-in tournament coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday, too, I'm not mistaken. You know, I think it's the 12th through the 15th. So... In the West, we got the Pelican versus the Spurs and the Clippers versus the Timberwolves. So, who y'all got winning that Pelican-Spurs game, man? Pelican's definitely been playing good. Spurs, they've been kind of, you know, they've been kind of rocky. I could definitely see the Pelicans taking that game for sure. You know, picking up C.J. McCollum at the deadline. Brandon Ingram, you know, been playing well. I could definitely, definitely see the Pelicans winning. And then, you know, you got the Clippers and the Timberwolves. But the Pelicans and Spurs is the 10-9 seed. So that's going to play the loser of the Clippers and Timberwolves, which I got my Clippers winning, man. I know the Timberwolves been playing. Anthony Edwards, man, this man has been going off. He's been going crazy. He's been going crazy. I actually have the Clippers and the Timberwolves both making the playoffs. So, but I have the Clippers. I have the Clippers beating the Timberwolves in the first play game to get the seventh seed, but I have the Timberwolves, you know, Bouncing back and beating the Pelicans for the AFC. That's how I got it going in the West for the play-in. For the East on the play-in, we got the Brooklyn Nets versus the Cavs and the Hawks versus the Hornets. So, me, I got the – I was just watching the Nets yesterday. So, I definitely had Brooklyn beating the Cavs. Now, the Cavs are a good team. You know, Garland's been playing well. Kevin Love's been playing well. Mobley's a rookie of the year candidate for sure. But I just got KD and Kyrie, you know – taking over, especially with Patty Mills. The boys have been playing some good ball lately, for sure. You know, moving up 
they was on an 11 game losing streak. They was at the tip seed to climb all the way to seven right before the play in is decent. Not even decent. That's not even decent. That's more than decent. That's 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 extraordinary. Like that's real good. Could they have moved up to like fifth or sixth and avoided it? Mm, maybe they had a couple more games, but they still playing hot at the right time. And people are still really scared to play them for sure. But yeah, I got them beating the Cavs and then the Hawks and the Hornets. I got the Hawks beating the Hornets though. Trey Young's definitely been going off lately. I think he's been feeling feeling it. You know, it was it was something I heard him say. Um, I think it was at the beginning of the season. It's just like it's not the playoffs, you know. So it's not really it's not that is exciting to him. So now it's playoff time. Win to go home. Not yeah, win to go home for them because that's the tenth nine seed in the East. So I definitely can see him stepping up. Now, Bridges and, you know, LaMelo has definitely been playing well for the Hornets, though. And, you know, they picked up Harold too, in the trade. So I could definitely see them. It's a possibility they could win, but I just got the Hawks winning, man. I just got them winning. So I have the Cavs having the seventh seed, and then I got the Hawks beating the Cavs for the eighth seed play-in, win to go home game. So with that being said, man, let's get to the seeding. So the seeding, if that was the case, if my predictions are correct, in the first round, it will be the Heat versus the Hawks, the Bucks versus the Nets, the Celtics versus the Bulls, and the 76ers and the Raptors. Now, the 76ers, Raptors, and the Celtics-Bulls series is already locked in. Those are already locked in for sure now. Who the Heat and the Bucks going to play, that's still yet to be determined. But like I said, I got the Heat playing the Hawks, and I got the Bucks playing the Nets now as far as the Eastern Conference. So um, my predictions on the Eastern Conference, I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I'm going to go Heat. Even though the Hawks going to be playing well, I'm, I got the Heat beating the Hawks in the first round as the 1-8 matchup. Um, I got the Celtics over the Bulls. You know, the Bulls, they was hot, you know, right around All-Star, right after All-Star, right to, like, maybe around middle of March, end of March. You know, they've been winning some games here and there, but the Celtics, they've just been playing too good now. They got Robert Williams injured, though. So, he does mean a lot to their defense. So, I could definitely – I'm picking the Celtics to win that series, but, you know – I could definitely see the Bulls maybe taking it seven games. I ain't say it's going to be easy. I'm definitely not saying it's going to be easy. Now, the 76ers, Raptors, I just feel like, you know, a lot of people saying James Harden's been struggling. I think he's just trying to get accustomed to the to the team, you know. You switch teams a lot, you know, you try to work with different players and try and, um, try and build the chemistry up, but for sure, I could see James Harden really like really, you know, elevating in the playoffs. I already know Joel Embiid is gonna do his thing for sure. He's gonna do his thing. The Raptors, I mean, they've been playing great lately. And I'm not saying it's gonna be an easy series. Like I could see the series really going like six games, but I just think Joel Embiid is just gonna take over. Then you got Danny Green, Matisse Thibel. You know what I'm saying? On defense. It's it's gonna make it hard for him, man. It's gonna be real hard for him. Now, the trouble I'm having to pick the ah, I'm having trouble picking who I think is gonna win out the 
the Bucks and the Nets. I'm really, you know, because the Bucks are the defending champs. I mean, I could really see either team winning that series. I'm gonna go with the Nets, in my opinion. But if the Bucks win, I, you know, I would definitely not be surprised. I would definitely not be surprised if the Bucks win, especially how their series went last year. Just a toenail, a toenail, man. All right. So in the Western Conference. With my predictions, and my predictions are true, how the city would be would be the Suns versus the Timberwolves, the Clippers versus the Grizzlies, the Warriors versus the Nuggets, and the Mavericks versus the Jazz. So, I definitely have the Suns, you know, being the Timberwolves. I think Chris Paul's came back. So, if Chris Paul's back, I definitely can see the Timberwolves and the Suns, you know, the Timberwolves losing to the Suns, excuse me. But I could definitely see that series going six games for sure. Maybe seven. I could see it. Now, you got the Warriors versus the Nuggets. Now, I don't know what's the update on Steph Curry. But, you know, the Nuggets been playing well this season. Definitely got Jokic is definitely a candidate for MVP. They say he's running away with it last time I checked. But I think Joel really closed the gap. Joel might actually get it this season. I think they might give it to him. We're going to see. We're going to see. Then we got the Mavericks versus the Jazz. I can really see that series, you know, going either way. You know, you got Mitchell and Conley on one side. You got Luka on the other side. You know, they picked up Spencer Dinwiddie. They still got Vinny Smith. But who knows, man? Who knows? Definitely, definitely you can see that going any, any, uh, any direction. Now, the Clippers versus the Grizzlies now. That's going to be, I feel like in the West, that's going to be the series to watch. My boy Paul George came back recently. So, we definitely going to see how that turns out. Definitely going to see how that turns out. I'm going to go with a lot of people picking the Grizzlies. I could definitely see the Grizzlies winning that series. But I'm going to go with my Clippers, man. I'm going to go with my Clippers. On that one. I'm going my clippers. So all right, man. We're gonna finish the episode out, you know, with uh briefly talk about, you know, my uh award winners for the season. For my rookie of the year, I got Kate Cunningham, man. I know Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley, they both um were playing good this season, but I just feel like it's just destined for Kate to win. In my opinion, y'all can let me know who y'all think. I might be wrong, but I just feel like, especially like the second half of the season, how he was playing, especially after after he came back from that injury, I could definitely see Kate Cunningham, you know, taking rookie of the year. Now, as far as defensive player of the year, I'm gonna go with Giannis. I mean, I can see Rudy Gobert winning it too, honestly. But you know, I don't know if they're gonna get voters fatigue. I think that is a thing when it comes to you know voting for stuff like this. But I definitely could see Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year. Now, my MVP, like I said, I got Joel Embiid. I could definitely see Jokic winning it, too. I think Giannis did crap over there. A lot of people saying Devin Booker should win it. I can understand all them players winning it, you know. I can understand Devin Booker's case, too, though. The best player on the best team. Why not? You know, but. I don't know how they really go by the most valuable. I mean, every, all four of them are valuable to their team. Like, all four of them, like, if you take their take them off their team, their team is not where they're at. Will they still be in the playoffs? Who knows? But 
I just got I got Joel Embiid winning the MVP. He already locked up the the scoring champ. You know, LeBron and uh Giannis sat out the last couple of games of the season, so Embiid definitely took that home. Now, coach of the year, I'm gonna go with the Memphis Grizzlies coach, Taylor Jenkins. Like from playing all the way to second place in the West in one season, turnaround, you definitely gotta be doing your thing, man. You know, they've been gelling, they young, and they get out in transition. Them boys play some defense. Them boys play some defense now. But they get out in transition. You know, they got Brooks. My boy Brooks came back. Morant came back. They got uh, Desmond Baines. They got Adams and Jackson Jr. down there. Then they got, you know, Ty Jones coming off the bench. Them boys is really playing, man. And then, you know, for most improved, I definitely got John Morant. John Morant, man. Like, I mean, a lot of people going to say Darius Garland, and you can make a case for that. But in my opinion, I'm definitely, definitely going John Morant, my most improved. So, all right, man. This has been the first episode of Kicking the Dolo Podcast. I appreciate y'all for listen, listening, man. And until next time, peace out. So. Uh, clear out the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it 